Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,236. Discipline equals freedom. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey, this is Mark Green. Join me at the Classic Auto Show in Costa Mesa, California, this March 16th and 17th at the Orange County Fair and Event Center. I'll be the celebrity stage MC conducting live interviews with past Cars Yard guests, including Adam Carolla, the Grand Marshal, Dave Kindig from Bitchin' Rides, Wayne Carini from Chasing Classic Cars, Mark Warman from Graveyard Cars, Mike Finnegan from Roadkill, Bogey from All Girls Garage, Big Mike, Import Tuner and Builder, and Lynn St. James, an iconic race car driver. I hope I'll see you at the Classic Auto Show. For more information, go to theclassicautoshow.com. That's theclassicautoshow.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special returning guest calling in from beautiful San Luis Obispo, California, Alex Littlewood. Hey, Alex, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, I am. Lap number two here. I know, number two. It's great to have you back. I'll remind my regular listeners, that uh, Alex was guest number 273 way back in June of 2015. Can't believe I've talked to so many people since you've been here. But Alex has been very, very busy growing his business, and we're going to learn a lot more about it in a moment. Alex Littlewood is the founder and CEO of Motoroso.com, a website for enthusiasts to plan, build, and share everything that powers their lifestyle. Alex launched the beta version of Motoroso's site in late 2015, and in January of 2019, they launched the Motoroso Marketplace, which is the first dedicated auto parts marketplace. The site has over 250,000 products available to launch, sold by hand-selected vendors, and they offer free shipping on all purchases with no minimums. Alex led a 10-plus-year startup career in Silicon Valley, including Wildfire, which was acquired by Google. He then started Motoroso, and after selling his house to fund the company and going through the Techstars Accelerator in Detroit, he decided to move the company to beautiful central coast of California. In conjunction with Motoroso's marketplace launch, they have also begun creating video content in their beautiful new 2,000-square-foot video studio in downtown San Luis Obispo. And by the way, Alex raced a motorcycle in the AFM and WERA road racing series and he can often be found on the track at Laguna Seca, Sears Point, and Miller Motorsports Park. So, Alex, I told our listeners a little bit about where you've come since the last three years. My goodness, you've been busy. Would you take a brief moment to share a little bit more about Motoroso and your passion for automobiles? Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me, Mark. Really appreciate it. Great to be back. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, from the very beginning, Motoroso was this uh, awesome opportunity to combine my passion for cars and motorcycles with my professional experience. And, you know, I spent a lot of time in startups, uh, but this is the opportunity to get in and do the thing that uh, will get me out of bed every single day, even when the going gets tough. And so, um, yeah, this, this marketplace uh, has been something we've been building towards uh, for over 18 months. It's a very, very exciting new evolution uh, for Motoroso and a great opportunity to make our mark on the industry. Well, absolutely. I tell you, Alex, I'm so proud of you because when you were on my show first time, 
Motoroso was a vision that you'd worked incredibly hard. You'd sacrificed so many things for. You'd moved. I mean, talk about getting out of your comfort zone and trying something daring and bold. And that's exactly what you've done. And in our little pre-show chat, I was talking with Alex going, I can't believe it's been three years. I feel like I just talked to you a year ago, but you've done a phenomenal thing here, you and your team. And we're going to learn a lot more about it. But first, I'm going to ask you some of the same questions I asked you before and see if any of the answers have changed at all. I want to ask you about a success quote or a mantra. This is a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah. So Alex, take the wheel. Yeah. In our first interview, um, my, one of my quotes was, you know, be helpful first. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's very similar to Techstars mantra, which is give first. And it, it might sound a little bit hippy dippy and that doesn't really reflect me, but you know, it's really about putting good things out into the world has a power of bringing good things back to you. And that certainly held true. And I've sort of lived that. But in the last two years in particular, uh, a quote that has really guided a lot of my life uh, has been from Jocko Willink. He uh, is a a retired Navy SEAL uh, commander um, oh, yeah. and turned podcaster and author of a book called Extreme Ownership. And his quote, which it sounds like you probably already know it, is uh, discipline equals freedom. And yes. it's really about applying this high degree of discipline to everything that you do and that that is the path to accomplishment and that, that those accomplishments then grant you the freedom for what you want and need. And um, that has been very powerful. And, you know, there's been some very, very difficult and dark moments in Motoroso's path over the last several years. And uh, much of what I actually learned from Jocko and and that mantra of discipline equals freedom has really been applied to good use to getting us to where where we are today. Alex, I got a huge smile on my face right now because my son, Blake, who uh, is a young man, he's 25 years old and just into his career now, he lives not too far from you. He works for that little company called Google uh, in the Pacific or in the north part of California, I should say. And uh, he turned me on to listening to that podcast with Jocko. And I love that guy. And I love the concept, concept of discipline. And it, it's so important now because you see so many people that try things and they're not successful. I mean, I've seen people online saying, I've been doing this for two weeks and I'm not successful yet. I'm like, two weeks? Are you kidding me? I've been doing this podcast for four and a half years. I still don't feel like I'm where I should be. I mean, you've been into this for three plus years now. Discipline is key, don't you think? It's absolutely mandatory. Yeah, you just got to keep doing it. Keep keep doing it. Every morning you get out of bed, you put one foot in front of the other and you don't stop until you're exhausted. And then you do it again the next day. When I had Adam Carolla on the show, that's what he said. When I wake up, I just start running and I don't stop until I can't run anymore. Then I go to sleep and I wake up and I do it again, seven days a week, 365 days a year. That's how you get successful. So no doubt it's worked for you. Love that guy. Well, I would love for you to share a story that instigated your passion for cars. I know you love motorcycles too, so I'll include motorcycles in this question. Uh, Is there a pivotal moment when you think back in your life that you knew you were a car, a bike guy? Yeah, I mean, it really started in the garage with dad, uh, like I think it does for probably 90% of, of car enthusiasts. You know, we, so my dad was an aviation enthusiast and, and liked cars and motorcycles and whatnot, but he was really, really passionate about planes. And uh, when we originally moved to the United States, so I, I don't remember how much I went into this in our first interview, but I'm actually a first uh, generation immigrant. I moved to yeah. this country when I was two years old from the UK and my father was in the tech industry in Silicon Valley, but as uh, mm-hmm. on the side of the hobby, 
he and I, uh, mostly him, right? But I helped out. We built a home-built airplane in our wow. garage. What? In um, your garage? In the garage, yeah. Wow. It was a small kit plane, and uh, we, we built that together. He flew that. Um, and then we, we actually flew across country together in, a, in another small aircraft that we had. And then, of course, that just turned, as I've done more of a um, sort of introspection on why and what that meant to me, uh, obviously, it ignited mm-hmm. a passion for all things with a motor in them that go fast. And it started with planes, but it turned into cars and motorcycles particularly gripped me. But I think what what I learned most from that was, A, that you can build things uh, from nothing. You can build something and that, that it's okay to try that. And, and it's good to, to do that and create something. And then second that, you know, some people might think that's insane, right? Building your own airplane and then flying it. That's really, really risky. <laughs> and there's no doubt that it is risky. Yeah. Um, but not, not being risk averse is a path to accomplishment. And so yes. taking yes. those chances, those risks in life and, and recognizing that, you know, Maybe maybe with building a home built airplane, the consequences could be pretty dire, and I haven't done that myself just yet. But you know, <laughs> the consequences are usually not as bad as everybody thinks they are when you go take a chance on doing something. You know, what comes to mind is that song, "Those Daring Young Men and Their Flying Machines." Uh, no doubt, the DNA that is uh, pulsing through your veins that came from your dad and uh, what he did, and I think it's a wonderful story because it's a tribute to what your dad passed on to you to be willing to try things. Uh, don't be afraid of failure. Uh, definitely with what you're doing with Motoroso, there's a great example of that. And my next question has to do with failures, has to do with challenges. No doubt you have something new to share with us this time since we last talked, because you've been through so much since you launched Motoroso and, and advanced it to where it is today. So walk us through one of those big challenges. Uh, take us to that point in time. But more importantly, what did it teach you? How did you move out of that and move forward to get to where you are today? Yeah, well, uh, Motoroso has definitely been very generous to me in its dosing of challenges. Um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to, to choose or pick just one because they they sort of all affect one another and and, and mold together. But and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really transparent here in this because I I feel like that that matters and I don't see any reason in sort of sugarcoating what uh, what challenges we face because I'm very very proud of uh, where we're at right now and I think we've got a very very bright future in front of us especially with this marketplace launch but you know yeah. it was really 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 challenging to raise any level of seed or angel funding for for Motoroso and um, actually in on in two separate occasions sort of post Techstars we had verbal commitments on investment money that we began to work towards and build a whole round around and and we've had that for two separate reasons and on two separate occasions, those rounds fell apart completely. So I actually uh. ran out, ran out of money and lost all of my employees twice. And, uh, you know, again, full, full transparency, you yeah. know, um, the, at the, at the most dire moment, I had had to, uh, sort of let my apartment lease run out, put some stuff in storage and was literally just sort of couch crashing, uh, with friends and family during a time that required a lot of travel anyway, um, but I needed people to look after my dog while I was doing all the traveling. And and really, though, during those m- months was having to ask myself, do, do I keep going? Because, you know, I'm out of money. I haven't had a paycheck in several years. I sold my house to fund this company. And so I was starting to run out of that money. And, you know, it, 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 I say it, it, you know, took a lot of time to sort of come to the to the full well, it didn't take that much time, really. I mean, it was, hey, do I still love this? And do people still want what we're doing? And the answer was always yes. And so, but, but it, it was the, 
just facing the sheer wall um, that I had to had to scale that I'm still on, by the way. But the decision to move forward, what, what the real the real realization was that Motoroso doesn't die, or anything that you do doesn't die until you quit, right? And something can seem like it's at the end, but you can revive it and you can make a new commitment. And one of the questions I asked myself during that was, I said, look, if I had the opportunity to buy this company off somebody else who had gotten it to this point. Would I buy it, and what would I do with it? And the answer was easy. It was like, yeah, I, I'd probably come be coming into it with a renewed enthusiasm. And so, actually, that was a, a pivotal time for me because I got into doing some personal meditation practice, and that helped me to really fine tune my mind and my focus and my commitment to what we were doing. And those tough moments where we were out of money and out of team um, led to me then getting creative, launching a crowdfunding campaign, raising about ninety thousand dollars with that being able to hire a uh, part-time developer to build a couple of key features, which then led to us now having raised a little over $1.1 million in angel capital and being able to launch the world's first dedicated auto parts marketplace, which only wow. went live 10 days ago. But uh, <laughs> yes. we're very, very excited about the future of it. And we think that we're doing something important and interesting for the industry. And so on the other side of any given challenge can be the path that you want to take. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, as if I wasn't proud of you already, Alex. Uh, I didn't realize you went through all this. I mean, my uh, admiration for you uh, just went up exponentially for the fact of your stick to itiveness. Um, and I think what what part of this is again in your DNA. Uh, you love to race, and racers never give up. It doesn't matter what's going on in the track. If you've gone off the track, you've hit a wall. You can get the bike going again, and you're back. You just don't give up until it's absolutely over. And in the case of a business, that's when you decide it's over, not somebody else. So kudos to you for what you pulled off here. And I'll remind our listeners, you got to go check this out. Motoroso, M-O-T-O-R-O-S-O, Motoroso.com. This new marketplace is so cool. There's just shy of 250,000 products here. It's your one-stop shop, and your site's always been a really cool site to go through, easy to get, navigate, easy to get through. It's so cool. I spent a little time playing on it last night before we did our call today. Uh, very, very impressive what you pulled off here. This is very, very cool. Well, let's go to a little lighter note here for a moment, although your last story was very inspirational, and have a little bit of fun. I, in the past, I've talked to you about what your first really special vehicle is and you, you talked about that but um, maybe there's a different car or bike you've owned that you want to share a story about yeah you know i had a, a 1985 k5 blazer that was um one of the first cars that i actually really dug into and i mean i did it all on a you know a teenager's budget who worked at a deli so i didn't have like <laughs> money to really kind of go big with it but it was it was kind of one of those situations where you may not too dissimilar from Motoroso. You may not have the capital, but you can. You definitely have the time and the passion to invest in getting it to the next level. And so, you know, that was a car that I took apart, literally ripped the entire interior out of the truck, completely soundproofed the whole thing, built a custom interior in it, and then put in a couple of subwoofers and made it look really nice. And it was kind of a almost like a party vehicle. Like I didn't have bench seats in the back. We had like, <laughs> yeah. or so I didn't have a sort of horizontal bench seats. We had lengthwise bench seats. So I could oh, have yeah. a bunch of friends back there and it was great for like going out to the dunes or going out on trails and hanging out on and, you know, throwing nice. a bunch of music on and, and doing things that we probably shouldn't have been doing 
but <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, that that was the first car that I also did all that stuff myself. You know, other things I'd previously worked on my with my father, but I kind of took that one on all by myself and uh, and did nice. that one. Yeah, it was good what time. fun. Remember the K5s? Uh, when I was a kid, my neighbor down the street had a Chevy dealership, and um, he often he had a, a condo up in Mammoth, and he often uh, bribed me. He didn't have to bribe me very hard. I was in high school. He said, "If you'll take my kids up to the place in Mammoth, I'll pay for your trip. I'll give you a new K5 to drive up there, just so he and his wife could have a weekend alone without their kids." And so uh, we drive up to Mammoth, which is from San Diego. It's about an eight and a half hour drive. Um, stay in the condo, but I love driving those things around in the snow. They were great. Took them down to Mexico and drove in the dunes and those things. They were awesome. Is there a vehicle you've owned and let go you wish you could have back? Yeah, well, I mean, that same one, right? So that I, one? <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> yeah. remember selling that for around $3,500, I think. And I, I think I had paid that much for it. Actually, yeah. when I bought that that truck, one of the main reasons I actually took on that whole project was I bought it from a used car dealer. And I, literally on the drive home, the transmission failed. And then oh, the, no. dealer, the dealer totally <laughs> screwed me. It was some cheap used car dealer. And he just, yeah. so I ended up having to, you know, wait while I say, you know, fixed the transmission. And I did all the interior stuff while, while I was at it and was sort of saving up money for the whole thing. It just became a project vehicle, but sold it yeah. for 3,500 bucks, which I think may have even been less than I, um, you know, paid for it. And definitely I'd lost everything I invested in it. But I was just out at Bear Jackson in Scottsdale. And, you know, th- th- there are a couple of K5 Blazers that sold for between like fifty and $60,000, which I know. Like blew crazy. my mind and for <laughs> sure made me regret ever having sold that thing. Uh, you know, and I, I definitely, uh, I, to be honest, that and or a C10 truck is a project that I'd really like to take on and do in our studio and do a yeah. build on one of those. They're just, they're, they're really hot right now. They are just easy to do, but also gorgeous vehicles. So, yeah, I'd like to get my hands on another K5 and maybe build it up. Well, you know, who would have thought? Same with Broncos. I mean, those things have been cult, the uh, the FJ Toyotas. I mean, all these vehicles that were just utilitarian toss-away cars that have become uh, collectors now. But it's because of, you know, older guys like me that want to relive their youth and uh, experience what it was like to have those things back in the day. And now there's some builders that are taking those things like uh, Jonathan Ward at Icon and many others. Um, even uh, Trevor, who was on my Cars Yacht TV show, WFO, uh, he takes the, some of those old vehicles and puts in Chevy engines, you know, big new LS engines and things. And underneath, there's something very reliable. But on the outside, they look like that old school that you and I remember from our youth. And it makes it a lot more fun to drive. So, uh, well, no doubt you'll have another one of those in your garage or you'll do a build someday. I have no doubt about that. Well, I would love for you to share a lot more with where Motoroso has come since its launch. Talk about the marketplace and just kind of share with our listeners what can they expect to see when they visit Motoroso.com. Sure. Yeah. I think looking uh, just to, uh, as, a, as a brief for anyone who maybe isn't familiar with it or hasn't heard the first podcast that we did, um, the, the Motoroso content site, which uh, basically we launched our beta version of in, in sort of late 2015, right around the time. We had our first conversation. It was a, a content curation platform that let users upload static images of photos and then tag the parts and accessories that went into that project right within the photo. So others can browse the 
project build to understand what parts and accessories made that build possible. So very unique content curation tool that that was uh, first to, first of its kind in the industry. We actually grew that to have over 350 official brand profiles, including like Ford and Ducati and Chevrolet and a bunch of great aftermarket brands as well. Over 60,000 project builds have been uploaded and tagged with over a quarter million of those interactive markers. And that site has you know continued to sort of grow and scale slowly and carefully. But for the last 18 months, we've been building in the background the most important sort of new evolution for the platform, and that is the Motoroso Marketplace. And the idea behind the Motoroso Marketplace is that we carefully select strategic vendors that carry great product lines and have a solid business and have a good customer service record and carry brands and products that we would want customers to be able to find. And we bring them to the platform um, and make those available to purchase to our customers. So our commitment to customers is the ability to browse hundreds of thousands of the top name brand products sold by trusted vendors at great prices and the shipping is always free. So I think what we're trying to do here is alleviate some of the wild, wild west effect that you have in some of these other marketplaces where those marketplaces are not very scrutinous about who sells on their platform. And I I don't need to name names or point fingers, but we all know it is a little bit of a a crapshoot sometimes buying product online if you're not 100% sure it's authentic and you have problems with knockoff products, refurbished products sold as new. So we we have a much more tight uh, sort of quality control on who sells what and who, what they sell to our customers. And we make sure that we get them good prices. And then on top of that, um, we have a, a live chat concierge support element where um, if somebody wants some help in choosing a product or researching a product or figuring out if it fits their vehicle, we're there to live chat support them to make sure that they get the answers that they need, which I think is a major differentiator uh, between us and any of the other large marketplaces, which is just something that those those platforms will, will never do. And then lastly, uh, we're, we're launching launching a whole new content wave. So I'm following Mark in your footsteps and trying to figure out how do we start making really entertaining video content, probably right. some audio content later, and yeah. actually uh, doing how-to installation guides, product spotlights, featured builds, build walkarounds, probably a handful of guest interviews, but we want to stay really focused on what are the parts and accessories in this industry and really help highlight those. So we just recorded two videos about uh, the precision turbo upgrade kits for the 2.3 liter EcoBoost in the RS and in the Mustang EcoBoost. Um, and we're going in the studio again on Thursday to do a bunch of installations of products on a Toyota Tacoma. And so we're just going to try and crank out as much of this video content as we have and make that helpful. And I actually hired a producer from HBO, actually, wow. who I'm really excited about. He's just producing great quality. So we really want to stand out on YouTube. This is so cool. Uh, as I said, last night I was playing around on your site, the new marketplace. And I have an E46 M3. It's an 05. I've had it since new. My regular listeners know about the car. And so I went in and I'll tell you one thing I love about what you've done is it's real easy to use, going through, finding what you need. But as you mentioned, the Wild West of parts, you know, when I've bought parts before, you go out there and Google search a part and you get all these different sites and you look at some of them, you go, hmm, I've never heard of this company before, but maybe they're okay. Maybe they're not. I don't know. The fact that you're vetting this conglomeration of all these suppliers and protecting me as a consumer uh, is really, really valuable to me. And there's a sense of confidence there uh, as kind of a one-source shop, if you will. Um, so I think this is a brilliant move, awesome move. You're going to be so successful. And I love I love the idea of bringing video content in because that's, of course, important to people. So many people, uh, they don't want to read anymore. They just want to watch stuff. 
and uh, see things. That's why uh, launch Cars Yeah TV, and uh, hopefully we'll both share some success there, success there as we move forward. Well, Alex, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, Thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah! podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah! TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah! is now on MAV TV. I visit some of the past Cars Yeah! guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars Yeah! TV. MavTV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Alex, we're back, and I have a very introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle parked in your studio, maybe ready for your debut spot as a, a video at Motoroso, what kind of car would Alex be, or truck, or bike, and why? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I have to answer the same way I did last time. It's, I'd love to be something really sexy uh, or or really uh, powerful, but uh, I think at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a pickup truck, man. <laughs> something like an F-150. Something just good at towing because definitely has felt like uh, pulling a lot of weight uh, over the last few years, um, and you just need something strong and reliable to do that. And so, yeah, something something well maintained too because I found that out along this path. You got to yes. got to take care of the vessel. So I, I started eating right and exercising over the last two years, and that's really made a pretty big difference as well. But uh, yeah, a well maintained pickup truck. <laughs> well, that still fits the course. You, you can't get through what you've gotten through. Uh, yeah, by being a little kind of a lazy, sexy, sleek car that sits in the garage most of the time. You got to be out working all the time. Very well said. Well, this is the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Oh, well, about two years ago, I made a purchase and somebody said, don't buy that. And uh, I didn't listen. It was very good oh, no. advice. <laughs> it was very, very good advice, but I didn't listen. So I made that mistake. Yeah, I've heard that too. My dad, when I was a kid, 
Luckily, I listened. I wanted to buy a little British sports car. And he said, well, do you want a car you'll be working on all the time or something you can drive back and forth to, to school? And uh, so instead of that little uh, Datsun, I bought, actually it wasn't a Datsun, it was a Triumph. I bought a Carmagia, and that Carmagia served me well all the way through college. So dad was right, as usual. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes? It's all about staying humble. I think that that's yeah. a, a personal habit that's really, really critical is uh, never letting yourself get ahead of yourself and, and keeping that humility. Absolutely, Alex, as I know you, very humble guy indeed. Uh, would you share one of your resources that you think our listeners should pay attention to? I kind of know the answer to this question. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Motoro says the, the, the marketplace for sure is the uh, low hanging fruit for the uh, shameless self promotion there. But actually, absolutely I, I think audible. You know, I don't know if they're a sponsor of your podcast or not. I know they sponsor a lot of podcasts, but I, yeah. I listen to a lot of books and really, really like audible. And I think for anybody who hasn't pulled the trigger on that yet, I think it's really a must. Yeah. I love audible. In fact, I'm listening to a, a book my son turned me on to by Jordan Peterson. Uh, about how to improve yourself. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy it because I tend to find myself trying to double dip and do things while I'm listening to books. So because uh, for some reason, I don't know why, but I feel like when I'm reading books, I'm wasting time, which is a silly thing because I only listen, I only read business books and things, but uh, or self-improvement books, but uh, Audible is definitely a way to go. Now, if I get to wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? Steve McQueen, probably. That'd be a good party. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. I've had your son, Chad, as a guest here on Cars, yeah, a couple times here to promote the uh, Steve McQueen car show that takes place in Los Angeles every year that helps the Boys Republic School, a school that's a great help for uh, wayward children. That's where Steve spent his early years when he was in trouble and kind of set him straight. But yeah, Steve McQueen, uh, boy, what a character. It'd be fun to sit down and talk with him. Now, is there a book that you've read since we last talked that you'd like to share with our listeners that's been helpful to you, even an Audible book? Absolutely. I think um, so. The Extreme Ownership really has been one of the most profound uh, books I've read slash listened to. And I've done both. I've actually listened to the Audible uh, version twice. And just because it's Jocko and Leif reading it, it's just so engaging. But but more importantly, the the tools that they teach you and how to take extreme accountability for everything that's happening around you um, and mm -hmm. in your life is just a tremendous way of approaching everything from work to relationships to to just general life. It's really a powerful book. It changed my life for sure. Well, I appreciate you reminding me of that. I'm trying to do a, a powerful book every month this year, and uh, I think that'll be my February book. I better get on it, though, because February is moving along here as fast as life speeds by us. But uh, I'm going to get my hands on that one and listen to that book. Thanks to you, Alex. Well, I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources Alex has shared today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Alex Littlewood, and that page will pop right up. All right, we're up to the checkered flag. This last question, it's a fun one, uh, but I'm always curious to see if a second-time guest answers the same way. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet, but there's a couple rules to this game. You can't sell it to... uh Further fund your company. So if you buy that Ferrari GTO, I'm sorry, you don't have about 48 million bucks added to the coffers. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, you have to drive it. No garage queens here. I want you heading up and down the California coast enjoying this car. And it's the only cool collector car you can have in your garage. So what can I buy you today? 
it's still that P one. I think it just, (laughs) it's just the perfect marriage of, of technology and, and race car, uh, goodness. And it's, it's still a rear drive car. I, 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 that thing just drives me nuts. And plus it just, the way it looks, it just, uh, changed the game from a styling standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I get to buy you two now that I've already bought you one, you know, I have to bring, bring you a second one. So, uh, oh, it's a good thought. That's for sure. Well, Alex, it has been such a joy and honor to have you back on the show here. I really appreciate you taking time out to share where you've come in a relatively, I know it's probably felt like a lifetime, but a really relatively short period of time. As I keep saying, I'm really proud of what you've done. Really enjoyed catching up with you today. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey again here on Cars. Yeah. Could you offer us a little? parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the coast highway in that p1 yeah hey thanks for having me back mark and i, re- I really appreciate uh, the good words and just having me on the podcast it's been, been great to catch up again and so you know I, one of the things i love about your podcast is that you you focus on these um the inspirational aspect of what entrepreneurs are doing in this space and so my, yes. my feedback that i give to everybody is just find something that you love and pursue it at all costs, really. It just uh, get, dive headfirst into what you're building. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Alex is an extreme example of that. Talk about sacrifice, uh, but there you go. That's what it takes. Uh, extreme hard work, dedication, uh, discipline, all those things that you hear as cliches, but if you do them, you know what? Dreams do come true. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and Motoroso? Yeah, absolutely. So visit Motoroso.com. You can sign up for free. Check out Motoroso.com slash shop. Uh, there you can browse hundreds of thousands of the top name brand products at great prices. And our shipping is always free with no minimum. We also have an offer for the listeners of the podcast. If you mention Cars Yeah to us on chat, we'll mail you a free Motoroso t-shirt with your first purchase. Um, and you can follow us on social media. So we are Motoroso on Instagram and Motoroso app on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Well, there you go. There's an extra special for Cars Yeah listeners. Thank you for doing that. That's very, very cool. And again, it's Motoroso, M-O. T-O-R-O-S-O dot com. Check out what Alex and his team is up to. Uh, You'll be duly impressed. Uh, This will be your new all-time go-to for parts in the marketplace as well. And again, you can find everything we've talked about today on Alex's show notes page on the Cars website. Alex, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise. Now get back to work and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!